What's up, everybody, and welcome to a St. Patty's Day-fueled uh, Gaming History 101 out here. Um, this is your uh, retro gaming podcast uh, found on all games every Sunday night at uh, 11 p.m. Eastern. So uh, I'm one of your hosts. My name is Fred Rojas, and with me is my super special guest, uh, Rare Occurrence out here on Gaming History 101. We've got Trees in the house. How's it going, Trees? Good, good. I'm the Bigfoot of podcasting. There you go. So I'm rarely seen. Jesus, man! Just blurry pictures of me everywhere. Yeah, just, just sneaks in and out. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I know. And some would say I never left. <laughs> yeah, some would say, would say I never, say left. never left. <laughs> in fact, I think you're clocking more than uh, than Derek right now. <laughs> to be completely honest with you. <laughs> I'm not affiliated, but can they pay me? Do I get a paycheck from all games? Where is the residual check? <laughs> What's going on here? I had the payroll yet? Nice. Uh, well, it's a wonderful St. Patty's Day, and um, it is. Uh, Trees, I might be going out on a limb here, but with the last name like O'Connor, I'm guessing mm-hmm. you may be just a smidge Irish. A little bit. Just smidge. Just Ted. A little bit of dad's side. The rest of it's all a hosh posh. Of, uh, it's a mess. My yeah. mom's side. Dad's side, Irish. It's a European crash course mixed with a little mom, Irish. Mom's side's a little bit of everything. I, I'm pretty sure I could get a job at a casino at this point. Yeah, so I, I would I would hope. Point. Jesus. <laughs> Aside from your blood, from just your yeah. knowledge base. <laughs> what I know about gaming trees could just about sum up in casino work. Uh, I could. Yeah, I frankly. Could. <laughs> but uh, I, was in, I was just in a uh, Texas Hold'em charity tournament last night. Nice. Last night. Came in third. Wow. Congratulations, man. There wasn't a lot of people there. <laughs> well, don't sell it short. You should have sold it heavy. <laughs> Still, there were fucking four hundred people there, man. I I took the whole house. <laughs> took it down. <laughs> they had no idea what hit them. Happy St. Patty's Day. What what nationality are you, Fred? Uh, I yeah, I hail from a a large group, but namely uh, German, Italian, um, Irish, and Hispanic. Wow. Yeah. You could eat anywhere today. Yeah, my mother's the mutt. Uh, my dad is uh, pure Costa Rican, so that's where the K- Hispanic comes in. So I'm 50% Costa Rican, and then I am a God knows what kind of blood mixture of uh, Irish, uh, Italian, and um, and German. But, of course, everyone thinks the Italian comes through because Hispanics and Italians are very similar looking on the European side. <laughs> well, either way, everybody's Irish on St. Patty's Day. Yeah, right. And can drink. <laughs> Despite what everybody thinks, uh, Boondock Saints is a fun movie. I have not uh, watched it for today, but I am Irishing it up. Uh, stacked nice. in front of me are three harps. And... Oh, harps. Nice, yeah. man. I, I tried to get some of that for the knuckleball, uh, knuckleball radio uh, earlier, and I couldn't find any today, so I went with the Smithwicks. Oh, nice. Nice. Smithwicks, yeah. No, I'm breaking up. I drank half of it there, and I'm drinking the other half here. <laughs> Well, good. I'm glad you saved some. Well, so you're doing yeah. Smithwicks, I'm doing the harps, and I got a little Jameson to oh, uh, kick this too, kick this party off. Yeah, I know, right? I've also got Monster too, which I, is Monster Irish? Sure, I'm I'm guessing Monster's Irish. <laughs> you know, <laughs> go out on a limb and say Monster's Irish. I'm sure it's absolutely not under any circumstances. But uh, well, either way, Happy St. Patty's Day. Man. Yes. Cheers, cheers to you. I'll clink my my bottle for Ah, cheers to you. We'll. Uh, Link there. There you go. Hey, there you go. Sounded kind of like a bell ringing. I like to get some heavy shit over here. Mm. So, so what's on the agenda for Game of History 101 tonight? What what history lesson are you teach? Are you taking us back to? <sighs> Woof. 
Well, first of all, it's the don't drink too much before you have to go to work. Um, but uh, the history lesson for today is uh, – is, uh, excuse me. Sorry, that hit me a lot harder than I thought it would. Um, history's lesson for today is going to be St. Paddy's Day gaming and uh, special edition consoles. It's something we kind of teased last week. Yeah. And it was such a fucking awesome idea that I was like, you know what? I want to do it. I want to do it now. I still say you should have trimmed it down to Dreamcast-only special editions. Well, we might just get there. Because uh, as people know, um, you know, I'm I'm kind of meticulous. My wife got to see uh, my meticulous nature today as uh, Tomb Raider, the new one, glitched out and wouldn't f- spawn one mine that I needed to get my 100%. She watched me proceed to go nuts. Um, and I'm still alive, so that's saying good things. Um, but... Uh, but long story short, yeah, I uh, I think we're going to just bounce off the cuff here. I mean, there's a lot of special edition consoles, and I think a lot of people have their own opinions as to what's a special edition console. Heard right. a lot of weird, random questions like, uh, are we going to go Japanese only? Are we going to go American only? Are we going to talk about, you know, like, is it special edition because Nintendo had one with the power pad and the zapper and stuff like that? And I say it's all on the table. <laughs> Fuck it. Who, who, it's, who is asking these questions? Um, Believe it or not, he's not here. So we're gonna we're gonna give him a, a slight praise. Um, is Hefe, uh, okay. my former co-host? He was talking to me about it. Um, you probably don't know this trees, but when we did ver- video game purists, it was heavily scripted. Uh, we didn't write out the script or anything, but I forced him to follow an outline. And as you know very much from Gaming History 101, it's kind of uh, sometimes it's 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 more organized than others, but a lot mm-hmm. of times it's it's pretty fucking crazy. So. Um, yeah, I've, I've never I've, written anything down. Ever. <laughs> no, you haven't. That's I've, not always a good thing, but, you know. <laughs> it, it works well, especially right now, because St. Paddy's Day, um, like so many other days, uh, is, is just about appreciation and kicking back and enjoying it. So uh, mm-hmm. here's you and me. We're in a pub um, outside of Dublin, and we're just going to... Yeah. We're just gonna fucking, uh, t- you know, not take the piss out of it and just uh, sit around for a night. I'm trying to do this without doing like an accent, um, know, and we're just gonna please. spend a night just just sitting around fucking shooting the shit. Um, nice, I like it. Listen, I'm my last name's O'Connor, but trust me, I bowed out of Saint. This I bowed out of Saint Patty's Day today. I had a busy day yesterday. Today I was with my girl. I actually went to a pizza place today. I mean, how un-Irish Saint Patty's Day can you be? Well, did you put potato on the pizza? No, we they, they did have green bear. Oh, really? Okay. They did have special. This is so gross. They did have special um, corned beef pizza. Ooh, that sounds good to you. No, not at all. Sounds like no, shit. No, that's terrible. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, in, in, actually, this is the, first, the most drinking I've done. You know, knuckleball, uh, knuckleball radio. I did just before this. I'm gonna drink, be, yeah. drink a lot, and now I'm continuing to drink on in my podcast marathon with you. Um, yeah, no, no, and, and I'm right there with you. I, I did not drink much. Um, uh, our heavy drinking buddy came over in the middle of the day, and it was like, oh, okay, we're going to get fucking shitty, right? Um, yeah. It didn't happen. No, we, yeah. we started yapping. Uh, hadn't seen the guy in like nine months. And you know how that's, you know, you were talking on your show about becoming an adult. And I think that's when you know it. That's when you know you're becoming adult. When like a guy calls you up and he goes, hey, I heard you're in a shitty mood because you're being a little fucking baby about like your video game and your wife's trying not to kill you. So I'm going to come over with some beer and we are going to get stupid. And I'm yeah. like, cool. And my mom calls me up and she goes, I'm going to come take your daughter so that you guys can get stupid. 
and all that stuff happens. The planets align. And instead you drink like a beer and a half and spend like two hours talking about being married and having kids and shit. <laughs> like yep. that's it right there. <laughs> it's a weird thing. I, I said on easy mode uh, last week. Yeah, it's like especially me, I'm, I'm 39, but I'm of that generation where we've never had to grow up. For the most part. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we have the, the enough toys now that we can buy ourselves at, you know, in the 50s, man, by 21, you had a house and kids and, <laughs> you know what I mean, I the briefcase going to work. Now it's like, uh, you know, I'm 39. Yeah. I still think I'm 19. Oh, absolutely. And it's, and it's weird when I'm treated like an adult and it's like, oh, yeah, that's right. I'm almost 40. <laughs> so, so yeah, yeah but I think our generation and stuff like that, it's like. Oh, yeah, I got to – that's right. People actually talk adult shit out well, outside like, the video game world. Yeah, because you know? no, well, in Chicago, like I remember like when we got married, I was like 27. Everyone's like, already? <laughs> and, you know, out here in Kansas, like my wife's uh, friends are all like, finally. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, we've talked about this before in the past, that uh, especially my generation, man. I, I'm going to be 40 in September. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is truly uncharted – waters man it's like i am the first generation to grow old with video games and no one really knows what's going to happen i think it's going to be beautiful you know (laughs) it's like we're hitting the first generation where you know people are hitting their 40s and 50s and they're gamers yeah and it's a hobby and people don't stop their hobbies just because they hit a certain age so it'll be fun when i'm an old man and there's uh nursing homes and instead of cards and bingo and shit there's going to be Game consoles in the in the, in the, yeah. in the living room area in the you know what I mean seriously though yeah. I mean, if you no, it's it, true. You know, and it's uh it'll be interesting man. and maybe the Senate will have better fucking things to worry about like shooting in schools uh, mm. but anyway uh, without getting in my high horse too much this is about the past before school shootings as you talked about trees remember the day when the, the when the paper boy could just fucking walk into uh, into school some random shootings. apartment and everything was okay. They have a squirrel in a cage and no one cared. What a segue. <laughs> what school shooters? What the fuck? Let me drink some more. Yeah, well, I didn't want to get serious on it. Uh, but, uh, but like no, I, I, said, I know I know exactly what you say, man. I used to deliver papers when I was a kid, and I would go in. Yeah, I know. That's as a fucking seven-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> and you could do that shit, man. You could. People would let you come into the house as a seven-year-old and wait while they got like two bucks out of yeah. their fucking wallet. $2. You would. You wouldn't think nothing of it. <laughs> Give me my two dollars. <laughs> well, and uh, actually, um, I, I th- I'm thinking I'm toying with some video stuff, and I'm thinking about doing um, some video stuff for Gaming History 101. So I might be doing some perspectives soon, some uh, some historical stuff. And right now, I'm I'm doing a Mortal Kombat one uh, retrospective um, and capturing a lot of video for it, and uh, hoping to put together like a short, like 15 minute video. Um, about like the release of that, uh, both, uh, in arcades and home consoles. But, uh, but yeah, you're going to have to put a lot together and, and you got to talk about the Senate hearings and all that fun stuff. So <laughs> that'll be coming up, but I have written about it extensively on the site. So if for any reason you care or have no idea what happened with Mortal Kombat one, just, uh, go check it out. It's on, uh, gaming history one one, just, uh, search Mortal Kombat. It'll pop right up. I promise. But nice. But yeah, um, but no, no, we are, it's, it's St. Patty's Day. I'm wearing green. Mm-hmm. I'm wearing a uh, very appropriate green shirt trees. Uh, it says, uh, uh, big mouth, full body. It's, uh, it's the best <laughs> label I could think of for myself. Um, and I've also got a Legend of Zelda hoodie over here, just in case shit gets cold. 
Um, this is nice. But uh wasn't too bad. So um so I, I guess we'll just jump right into uh our first uh our first um topic, which is um St. Patty's Day gaming. I'm interested by this. So, it's almost like, so, so I'm sure it's as I'm sure this list is as long as an Irish cookbook. <laughs> yes. Actually, this, there are no Irish. Was I heard a joke once? There's no Irish cookbooks. It's Irish pamphlets. <laughs> Three things in there. There's nothing more. Potatoes, corned true. beef, and cabbage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but uh, sorry, I, I put the long one in the chat. Here's the better ones. Um, so right there in the chat is um, the uh, the fixed version. Uh, and uh, this is this is Leprechaun. It's a uh, 19. I believe 82 arcade game that is the the only St. Paddy's Day arcade game to ever exist. The only Irish uh specifically um game to ever exist. First of all, uh yes. what's what's with the uh developer logo there? It's horrible. Uh Muppet video Muppet video with the two <laughs> creepy kids. That's what right. the fuck's a Muppet? Uh uh, Moppet, Moppet Video presents Leprechaun. Yes. Definitely doesn't look like uh, Jennifer Aniston's first role. <laughs> no. There was, originally, when you said there was a, a Leprechaun video game, I thought you meant maybe based on the movies, which would would have been better, right? I think. Right. It would have. On In the Hood. <laughs> but this is a, a, an upright, an old upright, which uh-huh. I've never seen. And from the screenshot you show me, like, I don't know how it plays. It looks like Centipede just from the screenshot. Somewhat. Um, there's a pot of gold hidden. Um, the leprechaun is actually the person who could come out and kill you. Um, oh, okay. And uh, your goal is to navigate the maze, so to speak, um, and get to the pot of gold in Ireland uh, prior to the leprechaun. So um, that's that's kind of how it plays. Um, it's got an interesting, it, it creates kind of almost a, uh, I guess if I were to describe it, I would say, um, like a, a foresty area, uh, it's kind of an isometric top down view. Um, but, uh, it gives you like a foresty area. And I guess I would say that, uh, I, it's kind of what I imagine Hansel and Gretel's journey to be, but yeah, you just run around and the pot of gold pops up and, um, if you can't find it, uh, or if the leprechaun finds you first, you die. And that's about all she wrote. What uh, year is this? Does it say? 1982. My birth year. Really? Yes. So this I can tell. the best we had to offer. I can tell right off the bat. Uh, you can tell what games were marketed to mm-hmm. in 19. Because they use the word youngster twice in the description. They do. Right off the bat. It's the perfect game for a youngster. Yes. <laughs> then, and then at the bottom, it says, each phase is slightly different, allowing the youngster to improve his skill. <laughs> yes. Youngster. They actually, um, the machine itself was shorter. It was only three and a half feet tall so that kids could get up oh, there. It's li- I, I, you know, I'm looking at the picture of the cabinet, and I'm yeah. thinking to myself, I want this cabinet <laughs> just because it uh, bigger than the name Leprechaun uh, on the top of the machine. Yeah. On the side, they have a giant Moppet video logo with those they two do. creepy kids. Yeah. I want, I want this cabinet just for that creepy ass logo. <laughs> it's, it's totally true. Um, I'm putting the, uh, the logo in chat, but, uh, but yes, the Moppet video logo is the largest part of the cabinet. Uh, it was supposed to be only three and a half feet tall and it 
only featured the joystick. All you could basically do is move around. Mm. Um, and again, that was to simplify it for kids. So this was truly one of the earliest, like, for kids games. Like, it was specifically tailored to and, and marketed for children. Um, mm. And boy, Trees, if you ever play this game, and I don't re- recommend it. I mean, so you, you've tried it then? I have. I have a main cab, so of course I went and looked this up. And uh, my wife wanted to know why I was wasting my time. Um, not since I was about 15 have I looked back at, you know, like in, in my game room there's a bed in case I pass out. Um, and, uh, and, uh, um, yeah, not before, not, not since, not since I was a teenager have I turned behind me and seen my wife or or a girl in general on a bed going, are you really sure this is what you want to play with versus, Mm -hmm. uh, anything else? (laughs) Cause this is a waste of your time. Uh, Leprechaun's not a great video game by any means, but if you've got mains, um, I, I just put a better Moppet video logo in the chat. I'm going to get that tattooed on my back. Right in the center of my back. That's right. That's the craziest thing. Jesus Christ. Um, People keep asking us about a tie-in. No, as as much as I would have loved to see Warwick Davis in something other than um, uh, other than uh, the Willow arcade game. Um, Sadly, I don't don't think they made one. It would have been a great idea, and this Leprechaun does kill you, um, although I'm sure they'd call it something other you know, like kidnapping. Wasn't kidnapping still cool back in eighty two? I think it was okay. Kidnapping's always cool. Yeah, yeah. Kidnapping was was, was much more low scale. It was they pretty did hip it in, in the Cloak 80s. and Dagger, yeah. Yeah, you got to get an ice cream truck and dress like a clown. <laughs> it's fun, good times. Now they just yeah. now they just meet him online and snatch him up. But back then you had the theatrics. Dinner of the mind, you the fucking clown makeup and vans. Good good stuff. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, no, so this is uh Everyone's talking about it in the chat. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate that they didn't make a a video game based off of the Leprechaun movie because mm-hmm. um, I'd love to feature it. I do a little feature from time to time called Friday at the Movies. Um, haven't done it in a while uh, where I play um, movie based uh, li- licensed games, and this would be perfect for it if if it was there. But unfortunately, it's not. Um, so for you Irish folk, um, and I've definitely been um, hitting the corned beef hash, not on pizzas though um, today. So. <laughs> Corned beef's good stuff. I like horseradish a lot, though. That probably softens the blow. Um, but yeah, as, as as I quickly reveal at 18 minutes into the show, we are actually going to be talking almost solely about special edition consoles from this point forward. Well, yeah, St. Paddy's Day, you had to get at least one Irish video game in there at the beginning. Yeah, plus most people, I don't even think fucking know it exists. I've asked. I never knew, I never yeah. knew it existed until just now. And I don't even give a fuck about the Leprechaun stuff. I just want the Moppet <laughs> video logo. I well, think that's I, the best thing that's happened today. Yeah, I know, right? So, so <laughs> take that with you. Like, put that on the side. You know what? I should tear off the the, the sun drenched, uh, scarred logo of uh, Pit Fighter on the side of my cab. Just replace yeah. it with the Moppet one. Wouldn't that be awesome? Those two fucking kids just just smiling at you when you walk into my main cab. Just Christ. fucking take you. Take you I had a picture. <laughs> my first apartment, I had this picture hanging up for the longest time. It was some logo. I got it. It was a real old, uh, like, promo picture from an ice cream store. Mm-hmm. And it was, I forget what it was, but it was a creepy kid like that, like a like a, like a a picture like that, a kid biting into an ice cream bar. Mm-hmm. 
That's awesome. <laughs> that shit hanging up in my kitchen forever. I thought that was the funniest thing. But now this, this is this is a new get right here. Muppet oh, <laughs> here's why you couldn't find it. it. It was currently there are only four known machines of Leprechaun and nine known pot of gold machines, which was its ripoff. Really? Um, yeah, though only four are fully intact. So apparently there's only eight coin ops of um, Leprechaun. So. Uh, not of the most common of games. It's rare, man. Could you get it yeah. emulated? Do you think it's emulated? Yes, somewhere? it does. It is. It's on MAME. Uh, oh. I have it on my MAME cab. That's where I played it. So I can promise you it. And it runs, uh, this, this will shock you, Trees. It runs perfect. Um, no problems. My, uh, my Pentium 4 with 8 gigs of RAM had no problem running, uh, 1982's Leprechaun. It ran silky smooth. 30 nice. frames a second as it's intended. <laughs> nice. So um, yes, anyone with Mame can play it. It's it's not hard to play, and it is in your list. Um, surprisingly enough, it's like in your Mame lists. Um, and uh, and in the chat, there's a creepy Elmo picture. Cool. Um, but uh, anyway, it's, it's a Muppet, not a mop. <laughs> oh, I I see what we did there. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, all right, well let's jump into the shit. So we've got uh, special edition consoles now. Um, again, I think we'll just kind of bounce off of like, uh, I, I think we should go back and forth talking about just our favorites. Um, mm-hmm. and, and it can be everything from off the top of your head to, uh, this list and, and stuff like that. Um, obviously, um, just to, to make it cool for the, uh, supplemental group in the chat, I'll give them this, uh, this, uh, web address too, where, uh, it's consolecolors.com. This guy has really gone out of his way to collect all of them. Um, in fact, he challenges you to find what he hasn't found. Mm-hmm. So uh, I got to give him credit. Um, you know, sometimes when when you do this gaming history stuff, you're like, "Well, I would love to do a article based off of all the special editions of consoles." And you see something like this, and you're like, "What's the point? Mm. The better reference is here." Um, but he doesn't have what we have, which is you can look at these spreadsheets and everything, but it's it doesn't hold a candle to actually wanting to have these. So. Um, I don't know. Uh, when I think of special edition consoles and, and stuff that just makes it, you know, the funny thing about the special edition console trees, and I think this is the, the biggest point of them is, uh, there to make you feel like shit for buying the console first. Mm. They're solely around <laughs> making you regret your initial purchase. Now, if I can say something yeah. about this is I don't remember special editions. Like for me, the first the first iteration of special editions for me were Game Boys, the original Game Boy. Like yes. I don't think NES is Game stuff. Boy Colors, wasn't it? Oh no, it nope. was regular the original Game Boy. Game Boy. Like the original Game Boy came out with different colors. It did, right? And I had a, and I I searched and I got a green one. Mm. Um, and to me, at whatever age, right when Game Boy was out, I was like seventeen, eighteen, sixteen, seventeen, the, around that age. What, yeah, um, you're right. There was a, you said a green one, right? Yeah, they made all different colors for the original Game Boy. There was a red one, a yellow one, a blue one. I remember the blue ones. My buddy had a blue one. Yep. There but was a me- clear one, which is the one I wanted and got. Mm-hmm. Um, th- for me, that's the first time I can remember any sort of special thing. And, and console is loose, right? I mean, it's a game. It's a handheld. But right. That's right. the first time I can remember being like, "Oh shit!" Like, I want. I'm gonna get the green one. And um, because mm-hmm. I don't think. You can correct me, but I don't remember there ever being special NESs or anything. 
Uh, no, not traditionally. That I remember. So right, not traditionally. Now, um, one thing I will say, and I guess we'll touch on it now, just to get it out of the way, um, was uh, the NES had a couple of iterations, as we've talked about. Um, I would argue that, uh, despite it not being labeled as such, I would argue that the Rob the Robot Nintendo yes. that came out in '85, that $400 deluxe one. Yes. I would argue that's a special edition console, wouldn't you? Like, I mean, it had some special stuff to it. I, when I think of a special edition, mm-hmm. I don't think of pack-ins. I think of an actual physical difference in the console. Okay. So okay. even Game that Boy, even though, even though they didn't change the hardware, like the color was a big deal back then. It's aesthetically they, different. Yeah, they no, and that. it matters. But. To me, the game, the the original NES was just a deluxe pack. It just came with Rob the Robot and, and Gyros. Right, and so the one, the one exception I guess I would make is um, there was a time I want to say it was roughly eighty-seven, mm-hmm. uh, maybe it was eighty-nine actually. Now that I think back on it, the zapper changed. Do you remember this? It kept getting mistaken in airports as an actual gun. Yeah, yeah the so they made it. <laughs> They made it, like, neon orange. And, man, I remember back in the day, that neon orange uh, zapper looked so fucking mm-hmm. badass to me. It did. I was so pissed I had the silver one. and it's Or the gray one. Calling it silver is making it sound way too cool. Mm-hmm. The gray one. Um, and it's weird because now when I came back to rebuying my Nintendo, I ended up buying the gray zapper. Um, mm-hmm. but, but, yeah, I just wanted to say, starting now, like, I don't really count just – special edition bundles as mm-hmm. collector's editions. I'm, I'm, in other words, if I brought you well, an NES well, tomorrow and, and I was like, hey, you want to buy this? And you're like, oh, it's an NES. And I go, nuh-uh. This, it's the Avengers. This is a Rob the Robot <laughs> NES. You'd be like, go fuck yourself. It looks the same. Yeah. So I, I, I will give you I that. Mean. Yeah. I will give you that. And, and the other side of it is we will delve into this a little bit later, but there's a difference between limited editions and, mm-hmm. like, I guess I would say collector's editions. From what we're talking about, Limited editions are only if there was a limited number released. Like, they had planned a specific quantity to be released. And um, so, for example, your uh, blue and clear and green, so the one that you got, those were all limited editions. Those were only available for a limited time and or quantity. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> whereas there are other ones we'll talk about in the in the not too distant future, which will not be. They will just be other console choices. And I guess to a certain extent, that's probably why we would rule them out as not being such a big deal. Um, but uh, the one that I'm looking at right here for Game Boy that I never knew existed, um, and no one seems to have a picture of it, uh, is the black and red one. Black with red buttons, only sold by Toys R Us. Mm. Wouldn't that be cool? Uh, it's raising suspicions that perhaps the Wario is painted on for the contest oh okay it was a wario one but um because there was a game boy wario that was available in all territories mm-hmm. um i tell uh, you what the best game boy on here is the european one with the uh, manchester united logo yeah you like that <laughs> <laughs> but over here i think Pretty awesome i mean over here for the original game boy i think all the colors came out in america right I, I remember. I it, would say so. Yeah, there was a, a black one, yellow one, red one, blue one, green one, see-through one. So white. The one. see-through one was always the biggest one. Like I, I think even on, um, I did a portable kind of collaboration mm-hmm. early on in Gaming History 101 where I kind of covered all the, uh, 
the portables they ever came out, and I'm pretty sure I put the see-through um, Game Boy. It was funny, right? Because back then there there wasn't like an LED that lit up or anything when you started it. It was just literally looking at the internal components. Mm-hmm. It was just interesting to see through it. Um, but yeah, I would say, uh, and and it mattered. Like I had a white Game Boy, like everybody did, uh, or gray Game Boy as they call it. Um, but the clear one was the one that that mattered. You know, um, I was big on that, as as you appear to be for the green one. Yeah, the green one's all about all about the green, man. Yeah, <laughs> and it looks pretty cool. Like it's um, uh, there's this whole like the the whole library is kind of in front of us here. Uh, if we if we look at the mm-hmm. picture, but um, the green one's not quite what you would expect. I'd say they got more, as shall I say, neon with them <laughs> once they moved to the Game Boy Pocket, because the Game right. Boy Pocket had a huge list of colors as well. Now the difference being. Was as far as I know, the, a lot of the colors in the Game Boy Pocket were not limited. They were uh, they were they were just different options. They were aesthetic choices, so mm-hmm. to speak. Um, so not only did your mom have to get the right console, your mom had to get the right color because you know you wouldn't want to fuck that up, right? Right, right. <laughs> Jesus. Um, but yeah, yeah, and and I mean that really started it. Like uh, obviously, you and I did think it was important right off the bat because uh, we both got limited edition versions of the Game Boy. And we both have Game Boys right now, right? Yeah, I have mine. Uh, I have the original box Game Boy. That sort of has the okay. one the yeah. Tron hands holding the, the Tron yes. Game Boy. But the but problem I think... is my screen is fucked up on it. So I got to fix oh, it. Oh, right. Don't you have that vertical line problem? <laughs> it's missing a few vertical lines, but uh, I've looked it up and it looks like it, it's been in storage for a long time. And I think it's just from sitting around. But, um, you know, it's the original color Game Boy. It's not a special. It's just the original one. But, yeah, I think you can crack it open in um, sort of using a um, solder and iron or like a, a wood uh, wood burning. Yeah, actually, Trees, um, you know, since we don't want to talk shop too much on the show. I but uh, But I can get you in. Yeah, I, I, you can get a new screen for about 6 bucks, And mm-hmm. if you're feeling comfortable enough, you can just swap out the screen yep. um, and you're good to go. Um, but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I mean, so right off the bat, like even the earliest versions of the special edition console, I mean, we both kind of jumped on board for. But yeah, that's what I was going to point out. It's kind of funny because now that we've recollected them, uh, mm-hmm. I, I got rid of mine long ago. I'm, yes. I'm guessing you did too. Yep. Uh, when I got it back, I, I just went for the gray one. I went for old school. Yeah. Um, and it's tough to find one in the original box, man. Yeah, in the original box, definitely. Um, I think the clear one or the green one, like you're talking about these colored ones, because they were limited, I'm guessing they fetch a pretty penny online. Mm. Um, I I would be willing to bet. But uh, um, I guess we'll see moving into it. But uh, um, so let's see. There was one I want to talk about. I. Even though it's 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 probably in the in the background for a lot of people, I think that the next and most obvious um of of the consoles that had kind of limited editions and very uh different sets uh was definitely the N64. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the onslaught of N64 uh consoles that hit the market? <laughs> the only N64 one I remember. And correct me if I'm just having a fever dream here. No problem. Wasn't there a f- First of all, let me say something. The N64 is fucking hideous anyways on its own. It's a pretty hideous system, yeah. It's an ugly Tonka toy looking console <laughs> and um <laughs> you know 
And uh, it looks like it should have wheels and a little kid could ride it around the floor. Like it's, <laughs> it's horrible looking. But it's like, um, am I being crazy or did they have a Pikachu yellow, all yellow? They on, did. On snap or something? They had a lot of them. Um, in America, we really just got the, uh, I think the blue console. It was all blue, but it had Pikachu on the side. Was the big thing with that one? How come I remember? Am I am I mixing up with a Game Boy? How come I remember an all yellow one that had like the face painted on it and like a tail? Am I crazy? Oh wow! Um, <laughs> must be crazy. Not necessarily. <laughs> um, but. Like, uh, I'm not aware of that one. Um, I know a lot of them, but uh, no, I don't. I don't know that I've seen that one. I I guess I will uh, Google search it real quick. But uh, (laughs) I'm I'm wondering now. You got me interested. Um, But yeah, a Google search that I'm seeing kind of pops up what I was thinking of, which is just a bunch of the. uh, It's the blue console with Pikachu on the side. Okay. I think it went with Pokemon Snap, right? Was that was that the game? Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, as far as the console itself being a Pikachu, that actually makes the N64 sound more badass than it was. Um, I s- I'm in. <laughs> I swear there was, but, uh, you know, I might be thinking of a Game Boy, too. There might have been a Game Boy that was sort of all yellow and had the eyes. And, you know, it, was, it wasn't like Pikachu was painted on the side, it was like no, it he, was he was Pikachu the console. Was the yeah. console? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. You said it was Game Boy, possibly Game Boy Advance. It could have been, but there's so many Game Boy and Game Boy Advances and Game Boys and everything. Yeah, there are, um, but a, uh, you had to find. Yeah, I'll start going through them, but uh, but yeah, I uh, I like I said, the N64 was the one that I can think about where, um, and there was. Again, like a lot of them, um, and and not all of them were uh, limited edition. A, a lot of them were, um, you know, just uh, see through colors, kind of like what they did. Yeah, and and they had like green, blue, black, gray. There was a bunch of colors, and and I mean, you can still see these very easily uh, today. Like you don't have to look mm-hmm. very hard. I'm sure. Yeah, you none of them. Has. Like if you're looking on this list, none of them are like limited edition. They're like, yeah, go get one. There was Except a- for one. And this is the one that I wanted so bad was the gold one. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was the one that came with, I think it came with Ocarina of Time. It was Ocarina of Time, the gold console, and you got two gold controllers. <laughs> Remember, this was huge. Yeah. It was at Toys R Us. I think it was circa 1997. And uh, it was a year after it came out. I think it was like a $300 console bundle. Like, it was not cheap. And... Mm-hmm. And I think the N because wasn't N sixty four was it one ninety nine or one forty nine at launch? I remember it was supposed to be like two fifty or something to compete <laughs> well, with these other consoles. Whatever it was, it was too expensive. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was like a three hundred dollar console, and uh, roughly, uh, you know, I mean, for for contrast, at this point, you could get a Saturn with two you controllers or a. You should have got one free yeah. with uh, Mario sixty four. <laughs> should have been the free the the system should have been the free pack in with the game, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, there are a couple of them that are pretty cool, though, Trees, um, that we didn't get here. Uh, the first one that I wanted to point out, and I'll put these in the chat, um, was uh, this one. This one was the Midnight Blue one in Japan. That looks fucking badass. You see that? 
That was limited. You had to go into Toys R Us to get that one. Let me look here. What color was it? Um, it was Night Midnight Blue. Blue. It, it kind of looks like it belongs in a nightclub. Kind of looks like it's going to yeah. pick up the hottest girl at the bar. They had one called Watermelon. Yeah, that's the best, name. That's the best well, fucking name for any color ever. <laughs> I would buy an N64 now if I could get the watermelon one. Fantastic colors, watermelon. Fantastic colors, yes. Uh, and actually, watermelon seems to be the one that uh, chases me around um, when I uh, when I look for it in Kansas City. If you yeah. want the the watermelon one, Kansas City's definitely got it. There it is. Uh, for those who want to know, translucent. <laughs> Hot pink. How many N64s do you have? Did you buy a bunch of them? No, 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 no. I have, uh, of course, like we, like we've been talking about. I bought old school. I bought the the oh. traditional black one, the uh, the one we've all seen. Um, Where'd you find it? Like in a junkyard somewhere? Or did no, you? no. But you know what? It did have. I, I, I kind of <laughs> wallied it. Um, it was. Uh, I, I I bought it for twenty bucks from a guy, um, and he said it had no jumper pack installed. And at first, I wasn't aware of what the jumper pack was. Uh, jumper pack was the uh, the fill-in. It was kind of like a because you know the N64 was originally supposed to have 16 megs of RAM, mm-hmm. and it only had 12, or it was supposed to have 12 and it had eight, and the extra four megs of RAM <clears throat> or whatever was an add-on. And uh, in in order to ship the console and make it cheap, they didn't automatically add it on and tried to sell it later. So it needed this jumper pack in it, uh, which uh, just basically tells the system, oh, okay, it's there, but it's it's not actually RAM. And it didn't have that. So basically it couldn't work until you put something in there. And I wanted the RAM expansion, so I ended up buying that and bought the RAM expansion. But I bought the uh, I bought the original console for like, uh, I want to say 20 bucks. Hmm. Yeah, and then the RAM expansion was probably the same price. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, and I love how everyone's talking smack on the watermelon console um, for various reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, but yeah, like I said, um, N64, like you said, wasn't wasn't pretty. Um, I, I kind of put the other one, which was a another Japanese console, mm-hmm. um, which was the Justco, um, and it was uh, see through, like full blown see through. You can literally see the components inside, uh, much more so than the translucent ones, um, and the controller was see through as well. But it it still looked a lot like the one we had. Uh, again, it doesn't hold a candle to the midnight uh, blue one, which was the important one to me. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, um, so N sixty four. It was uh, uh, again. I think N sixty four popularized the idea um, alongside Game Boy Advance. But yeah, N sixty four did it like five years earlier. Um, popularized the idea that uh, multiple colors in consoles was just mainstream. It was just going to be something that was going to happen, and it, it wasn't going to be that big a deal. So um, I'm going to bounce it off you next. Is there any uh, group of special edition consoles you want to talk about uh, next? Well, <clears throat> the funny thing is, is like I never bought any special editions. I just looked at them. Well, yeah, that's that's the basis for that. You know, I, and I think my obsession started with the Dreamcast, and and that's those are the ones I can remember, yes. um, being unattainable. Oh yeah, like the other ones were like like we said up up until that point, right? Is like Nintendo was was always doing colors. They kind of established mm-hmm. with the Game Boy. It's like oh yeah, they're gonna even to this day, right? It's like you know when when a new handheld Nintendo comes out. 
you're like, I'm going to wait for the colors because you know they're coming. Right. So you were used to that, but no one, but no full blown console did it. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. And then the Dreamcast was like, I was a big Sega guy and I'm, I'm still a big Dreamcast guy. And when those things started popping up, and the problem with the Dreamcast ones were they were Japan only for the most part. For the most part, unfortunately, the one I wanted the most uh, did come out in America. But uh, we'll we'll talk about that in a sec. But yes, for the most part, there were really what three Dreamcasts that were easily available. Uh, over here, there say. was there was the regular one. There was the two K yeah. black one, two K Sports. Yep. And I believe there was a green one for Seaman. Oh, okay. Did that come yeah. out? Did that come out uh, I think it did. Uh, I can. Now I'm looking at the list here. And it says there's there's a lot listed for the um, U.S., which I've never seen any of them. It says there's a Jet Set Radio one. There's a Resident Evil Biohazard Code Veronica one. Yeah, that's the one that. And I remember looking at that one, but. Um... But yeah, there was the Black Sega Sports one that was limited to 10,000 consoles, which is weird because, again, like many of the other ones, I feel like I've seen that it's, one a ton. Here's a, here's, a lamest, here's a lamest special edition for the Dreamcast, the USA Holiday 1999 edition. Yeah, it's just a fucking one? gray console, but they give you a red and a green controller. Yeah, the red and a green controller with the keyboard. Yeah, happy So you can holiday. do typing of the dead. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Um... Now the Seaman one I don't see. Uh, the one that I was thinking of was the blue one, which was uh, the EB a, Games one. I swear there's a green one with the uh, logo on it, but and there there might very well be. Um, you know, again this this website doesn't pretend to be the end all be all. Um, actually, if I was gonna now now here's a weird one, right? <clears throat> it says this was USA. The Dreamcast Drivers 2000 CX one. Have you seen this? Says it's light blue, <laughs> light blue with a uh, built-in remote for TV function. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah, I don't know what that thinks. It's a TV, man. It's a Dreamcast TV. It's fucked. That's up. weird. Have yeah, you- well, but Japan's always had stuff like that. Hey, trees. I this- think I might have found your console. Is that it? Let's see. Yeah, but this this Dreamcast drivers one says it's um, USA. Yeah, right, right. I saw that. Now that's a Japanese one, though, from what I can tell. All right, sold for thirty-four thousand eight hundred yen, which uh, back in ninety-nine was roughly three hundred seventy-five bucks. Um, not cheap (laughs) for a Dreamcast, especially. Yeah, I mean, Um, those were, um, and I could have sworn those. See, sometimes my my brain gets all, you know. I'm, I'm thinking of stuff, and I might have seen pictures at some point and think they were out over here. Because I could have sworn there was a Panzer. No, it wasn't. That couldn't have been. The Panzer Dragoon one that you is were that, talking about? That's, that, I think that was a Saturn. Um, or was that an Xbox? Might have been. I don't know. It might have been a vinyl skin, to be honest with you. That's the problem, right? <laughs> the fucking vinyl skins ruin it all. <laughs> skins are Um <clears throat> Now, the one I remember was the Dreamcast that was uh, pink and see-through. So you just made fun of the watermelon one? <laughs> this is this is the one I remember, and it was like 450 bucks. It was the, uh, the Claire Redfield one. Um, it was a Resident Evil Code Veronica console. It was like a see-through red pinkish color. 
came with its own VMU, and then it came with, um, I believe it came with Code Veronica. Let me, let me look here. Pink with several characters on top. <laughs> oh, I'm looking at something different. There's so much. No, I've got it in the chat. Um, Permission denied. I can't look at it. From the chat, really? Yeah. You oh. But did you know there's a uh, Hello Kitty, uh, Hello Kitty Dreamcasts? Um, that doesn't shock me at all. <laughs> That's pink. That's fucking pink. Okay, here you go, trees. There's the uh, there's the more common one. But if you're looking at the list of the Dreamcast consoles, it's the Resident Evil Code Veronica Red Claire, uh, according to this site. Now, apparently, there were other ones. There's this airbrush one that looks pretty fucking pimp um and there is a uh, a blue one that came out with a limited release of 200 i've never seen this before mm. um i do remember the resident evil one coming out and i do remember knowing that like 200 bucks was 250 whatever the dreamcast was was too much already and to get this fancy ass version was insane like it wasn't gonna happen um but yes the dreamcast had like you said, it had a uh, Hello Kitty pink and blue. It's pretty good. Um, there's, a, there's an interesting Jet Set Radio one. That one's awesome, man. It has the vinyl. That's fucking amazing. Yeah, it has... Actually, a... I hear it was airbrushed on there, wasn't it? Or no, that is a vinyl. Okay. It's like a vinyl <clears> graphic <throat> over the whole thing. It's awesome. Yeah, I would I would totally buy that myself. Um, now. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, there's a uh, karaoke version that has the karaoke machine attached to it. Um, so I'm just looking up. There is a green Dreamcast. And okay. It's the Millennium uh, 2000 edition. What a fuck. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. What a fuck that is. <laughs> it's awesome. There's also, have you seen the Mizora edition? No. 500 limited to Japan. Looks like the side of a fishing boat. <laughs> <laughs> it's that green, like, speckled kind mm. of thing. It's awesome. Um, but yeah, it looks like the Seaman consoles were all limited to Japan. There yeah. were two of them. There was a they... red Seaman and there was a see-through Seaman. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And then there's a fucking pink one with a bunch of girls you can <laughs> fall in love with on top. I like that. Well, and a Toyota that. one. Has now see, the, there's, um, so most of these Dreamcasts, like I was saying, these, these are just color editions. These aren't like anything crazy on them. But the, there was something about the Dreamcast for me. I don't know what it is that any iteration of them was fucking badass. I, I like the design of that console. Yeah. It's heavy. So, I like the cut of that console's jib as a whole. <laughs> it's awesome, like, man. To be honest with you. <laughs> and something about, something about just those, like, those editions with the different stuff on them is, is so badass. More so than I think of like a GameCube or a, like I could care less. Something about well, the, the GameCube had some cool special editions, but yeah, for the most part, I agree with you, and uh, definitely um, kind of gives way to what we see. Uh, the PlayStation Three, I think, does a really good job of of kind of upholding that whole thing. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, the Dreamcast has lots of cool special editions mm -hmm. and lots of cool consoles that you know you'd like to look into. But like, if you're looking at a lot of these releases, two hundred seventy eight, five hundred, the Gundam one. Is 78 consoles really like in Japan only? Are you mm -hmm. fucking kidding me? Like, how much am I gonna have to pay for that? And can I even find it? I thought they were limited for space over there. What's going on here? Yeah, <laughs> the most consoles. <laughs> anyway, it's craziness. 
But um, um, but yeah, I I do remember the Dreamcast being um just a a crazy pantheon mm-hmm. of uh, limited edition cops. Uh, excuse me, limited edition consoles. Yep. But speaking of um, Dream uh, GameCube, uh, there was a there was a few that were notable that aren't for the U.S. Okay. Um, the one I remember seeing in magazines was a Metal Gear Solid one. Okay. And there I just a... I just remember there was a logo on it, and it 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 came out when Twin Snakes, when the reboot yes. of Twin Snakes was out. And yeah, I remember... it's got the. Uh, it's actually got a disc that has the old Metal Gears on it, doesn't it? I have no idea. I think it was the first time they did that. Here, here's a here's a picture of it. Um, looking at it, yeah, it appears to have those. Yeah, that's a premium pet, but that's just that was pretty bad with the the, the fox uh the foxhound. Yeah. Logo, logo on yeah. it, and uh, it looks like it was that come with a snake wallet, keeping with the snake theme. <laughs> Some snake. Uh, you know what? The Metal Gear themed consoles and everything were always awesome in Japan, and uh, we'll talk about another one that's that's my personal favorite uh, in a second here. But yeah, like uh, uh, the uh, the Metal Gear Solid GameCube mm-hmm. uh, was super cool. So the because the GameCube man, it 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 had a very short lifespan. So, of course, <laughs> yes, we, did. we didn't get anything. You know what I mean? You got a black right. one or a purple one and a silver one. I think that was it. And I can't remember. Did I, I can't remember if we got a lot of, like, special editions, you know, that came out over here. Though, uh, no, not for the GameCube. I mean, there were, again, like we've talked about, there were multiple colors. Was there was... Of looking at Holy shit, trees! Um, this ugly. No, they did sell out of it at PlayAsia, but PlayAsia had it for a while. The uh, GameCube bundle, and it does uh, contain the original Metal Gear for the NES, as well as special footage and an art book. Look at this ugly fucking MTV GameCube <laughs> giveaway contest giveaway. MTV GameCube. Contest. GameCube MTV. Oh my gosh, it's fucking hideous. It looks like someone made it at a fair. Like, you know where they airbrush your t-shirts? <laughs> I just put it in the chat. It's ugly. Oh, my God. Fuck yeah. I never knew that existed. <laughs> but if you look on this list, you can see the ones that were released over here. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of them. They're mostly all Japan and a few UK. Um, no, and of of the biggest ones that I definitely wanted... Um, to have were uh, um, was the uh, we've kind of talked about it here, but uh, the Panasonic Q. Mm. Now, are you familiar with the Panasonic Q? Because this was something I wanted <clears throat> for so long. I remember looking at the picture of it. I remember that picture, but I can't remember mm-hmm. what it was supposed to do. The Panasonic Q was basically a uh, it was a DVD. Uh, uh, a a region free DVD a console. GameCube? Yeah. Because the GameCube yeah. didn't play DVDs. No, it no, no. It couldn't little, even play those little fucking discs. Yeah. So it was a hybrid between a DVD player and a GameCube. Um, it was, it was approved by, uh, by Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Um, it had the, it had, you know, like at the top of it, it had this kind of rounded top. It, does. And it didn't have the pop off top. It had like the, the drive tray. It's hideous. And, 
Well, it's it's hideous, but it's it's a telling of the time. I mean, in nineteen no, or I'm sorry, two thousand and one. That's that looks it, slick that as did fuck. not, man. It did to me. No, man. it doesn't. It looks like a toaster from a Flash Gordon <laughs> fucking thing from the. It's f- got that LCD <laughs> display that you totally want from your like car stereo. You know, at the top, and it says uh, GameCube, Panasonic. To me, it looks like it looks like something from a science fiction thing from the '30s, '40s. Some horrible. <laughs> well, and I remember it was uh, region free, and that was a big draw for me because I do remember um, that. I remember that was a big deal. Yeah, because it could play uh, region free DVDs, and this was a time where it was very popular, especially for me who was studying Japanese cinema well, at the time. It could play um, region free games too, couldn't it? Well, yes, it could. It could play any. And well, and this is this is kind of an interesting thing. But uh, the first time I played through Resident Evil on the GameCube, the new remapped one, was a Japanese version of the game, which would not play in American consoles. Um, by the way, the Japanese, especially the GameCube games, but like all versions, uh, take up a lot less space <laughs> for their games. They're they're smaller. Mm-hmm. The packaging in and of itself is smaller. But yeah, the Panasonic Q I remember selling for like six, seven hundred dollars yeah. online to import them over here, and there was no reason to need it uh, as at s- all. Are they still around? Collectible? Um, good question. Let's find out. I will tell you that Gundam. Uh, GameCube I was lo- or Dreamcast I was looking for mm-hmm. isn't available. Um, let's see if the Panasonic Q is still available. And boom, there you go. Yeah, Panasonic Q has dropped a lot. Oh no, it hasn't. Drive tray problem, three hundred seventy bucks. Here we go. Uh, Panasonic Q's uh, going between looks like about six hundred bucks mm. right now. So no, has not dropped in price. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> what I ended up doing was there was a lot of modded versions of the, uh, purple console that had like a button or a switch that could be easily soldered into the back. And it was basically looked like a bypass. And it was because all GameCubes were manufactured to have both the Japanese, European, and, uh, American chip in there. And so you could just swap it back and forth. And actually, I think the American chip and the European chip were the same. So it was just Japan and America. Um, but, uh. There were a couple of them that were cool. Uh, there's uh, the gold GameCube looked kind of cool um, to me, at least. But mm. uh, no, no, I don't like no. gold. I think yeah. it's tacky. So you, so you didn't like the gold uh, N64 either? No, no, no. That's crap on crap. <laughs> I thought it was cool looking, but uh, I'm definitely in the minority here. So uh, it's it's pl- it's it's plastic painted gold. If it was solid gold, if you <laughs> if it was solid gold, trees was, would be in. If right? it was cold, uh, gold plated, <laughs> but this is a hunk of plastic painted <clears throat> fucking with gold paint. Now there's one other cool one, which was the uh, Tales of Symphonia mm-hmm. GameCube. It was only in Japan. Oh no, I guess it was Japan and the United Kingdom. Uh, it was mint green in color, so it kind of looked like your. Uh, you know, your mint chocolate chip mm-hmm. um, came with a controller that matched it, had a uh, character logo on the top um, and uh, a Game Boy Advance player uh, that came with it. Mm. That's kind of a cool all in one package, if you ask me. Yeah. Um, there was also a uh, Resident Evil 4 logo. Um, it was like a platinum color. It was the silver color. Had Resident Evil 4 logo on the top and a Resident Evil 4 controller only available in the UK. 
Um, looks pretty cool too. Definitely not going to pay whatever it is people probably want for it. They were pretty good. Nintendo was pretty good at screen screen printing logos. The top of it. Yeah, consoles. right. <laughs> <laughs> I just put it on there myself. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Now we're going sort of out of order of, of years of consoles, but yeah, no, the stuff was skipping all over like the place. PlayStation. We skipped, but honestly, there wasn't any special edition PlayStations. It was really just colors for the PlayStation, which I don't remember any of them, even though they're listed. Um, oh, there were different versions of the PlayStation. That's right? what well, they're saying. I, they're I, saying I there's different there colors, but nothing, nothing special. Nothing that we would. You know, they with. they all say test unit though, so exactly. I don't think they, were I don't think they did. So yeah, that's why we sort of skipped the PlayStation. I don't remember there ever being the only special edition PlayStation that I had was the one that I put a tech and vinyl <laughs> over. It. Nice, yeah, that's that's well, and <laughs> and I guess we'll touch on it now. Um, that was that was the way that you could customize your console a lot of the time. Yeah, and wait a second, let um, me let me. Uh, yeah, it wasn't a vinyl. It was a sticker I got out of the back of a Game Informer, a Game Pro, go. a electronic. Game and I got it. mine from uh, what was the other one? There was uh, there was one like that from uh, um, Nintendo Power. They had one that you would put on your uh, controllers. I remember a Nintendo Power um, sticker I would put on my regular NES controllers that would show the internal components, quote-unquote, so to speak. But it was, didn't make it see-through. It was just a sticker. Yeah, that... I believe I took my PlayStation part, I spray-painted it matte black, and then I put the Tekken cover logo there you go over the top. Later on, I... The other way you could do that was like they do in Hackers. <laughs> Remember when they take the, uh, the stencil? Mm -hmm. uh, I've got a, uh, a Metallica box set stencil, and it's got the Metallica like uh, skull and crossbones. I could put that over my console and just spray paint the whole thing black. And when I peel the stencil away, that's all that will my, remain. My first place is you want to broke. I just like took out the guts and I cut out the center, so I could just pop the lid and throw money in it. <laughs> nice, <money. laughs> piggy bank. Yeah, so I'd put that. That was my uh, special edition PlayStation. Nice. I did sell. Um, this is the other thing is interesting. Did you ever mod a console and then sell it? No. <laughs> some guy, some guy uh, in uh, in Chicago somewhere will will buy a a uh, a PlayStation One and go try to look it up and uh, and and suddenly notice that if he throws a uh, burned disc in there, it'll just play. You know. <laughs> mm. Or he throws. I think he'll notice mostly if he throws in a. Uh, no disc and turns it on mm -hmm. and sees the uh, the myriad of options that the the typical PlayStation does not have. No. And you know, but. even looking a little forward at the PlayStation Twos, the sh the list is even shorter, and mm -hmm. it's just basically some colors. And it's like, yeah, now that I think of it, there was mostly no all. No, I guess they were all regions. You know, hey, here you go. Here's a picture for you that you love. Since you love gold, they had a fucking hideous gold <laughs> PS2. It was disgust, <laughs> disgusting looking, that thing. I'm not vouching for, oh, my God. I'm not vouching for that one. No, no, no. Uh, I liked it on the N64. For some reason, you can't go platinum with, uh, with the, you can't go gold with those. Um, the Snow White console, mm -hmm. though, looked kind of cool. And do you remember the PlayStation 2 got into a lot of trouble for their marketing campaign in Europe for this? No, I don't. What would they do? Okay, so the... Um, this Snow White console, the ceramic white console mm -hmm. that came out in all regions, um, that console, there was a advertising campaign. And uh, in that advertising campaign, um, there was a white 
a tall, skinny white chick and a tall, skinny black chick. And they were fighting. Oh and uh, there's a scene where the white chick overcomes the uh, the black <laughs> chick and chokes her out. Sounds and, uh, yeah, holding her down at knee front. And then it says something like, white is better. No, it did <laughs> not. Console, I swear to Christ. Made that up. I swear to Christ this exists. It was only in Europe. Hold on. Let me see if I can find this this commercial. It was like it, – it's, it's like known for being one of the stupidest – you, like you woke, marketing choices you, ever. You woke from a bad dream, and that was what was in your head. Because <laughs> that can't be true. <laughs> no one would do that. Who would do that? Who would sit in a? Oh, I, I I know I know you think I'm crazy, and I I don't blame you. But here we go in the chat. Um, you can look it up later. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it was it was known. Like it was uh, it was a uh, a very it's uh, again it, it comes up. As one of the worst, um, you know, <laughs> promotional campaigns ever. All right. Yeah. If you click on that link, you'll see what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. It's, it's, yeah, it's bad. It's as bad as it looks. Um, and again, I, I'll give Sony the benefit of the doubt. I don't think the person who made that commercial actually like intended to do it, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like no one in that fucking room like said, "Hey, this doesn't look good at all." No, you know I'm looking at all the special edition play- PlayStation Twos, which are basically colors, right? Mm-hmm. Um, none of them look good, and I'll tell you why. Much like the N64, the PlayStation Two is hideous. Yeah, it's not the original PlayStation Two is hideous. It, it looks like a uh, the Ratchet and Clank console looks kind of cool though. No, it doesn't. To me, no, that's no, that's ugly too. It looks like a Skittle. No. That's ugly. <laughs> look at that thing. They all look like um, amps you put in your trunk. <laughs> like yes, that's what the yes, that'll look like. They, you, they all yeah. look like amps that you, you'd, you'd put in your trunk for your car radio. So no matter what you <laughs> paint them. Because they look, um, even when they came out, right, they didn't look sleek. Or they didn't look futuristic or they didn't look modern. Like when they came out, they... They, no, they looked they didn't. crappy. Like, they looked old and, like, weird. They definitely looked dated. Yes. I'll give you that. Before they came, like, as they came out, they looked dated. So it was like, yeah, just slapping some paint on them doesn't make them look any better. Now, when we go to Slim, it gets a little better. Mm-hmm. Um, I really dig that Final Fantasy twelve uh, console. Japan only. Yes. Has, yes. yes. And... Because it just has a logo sort of embossed on it. Yeah, which is, in my opinion, that's like the the clever way to do it. It's, yeah, it's better than um, it, it's cooler than painting it. Right, right, right. And uh, the Slim Silver, I have a beaten to fuck version of this uh, currently at my house. It's the uh, it's the modded uh, PS2 that I own. Um, Apparently, it's a limited edition. There were only half a million made in the U.S. I promise you, no one cares. No. Um, it was – I mean, it's it's cool, but it's just a silver version of uh, the PS3 – or the PS2. Um, but, yeah. Man, I forgot how small those were. They are small. Yeah. They are microscopic yeah. in the grand scheme. Yeah, I forgot how small sl- really the, the, the slims were. Yeah, because especially now that I'm running one, and I've got a, a 
an old uh, PS2 fat, you know, like mm-hmm. the, the old school one. And, uh, yeah, it's just kicking around in the back, you know, just just hawking loogies and, and dying of old age. But uh, but it's back there, and it's uh, it's okay. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no, the the PlayStation doesn't really get to it. Um, before we jump into PlayStation 3, actually, I'd like to do PlayStation Portable. Yeah, the of PSP course. PSP had yeah. some awesome it, Yeah, this is when editions. they got back into some cool logos, and, uh, you know, which is funny that – because yeah. the PSP was such a wasn't a, a big hit, you know. The PlayStation Two was a monster. I mean, they only recently stopped making PlayStation Twos, like last year or the year before. But absolutely, and as you've seen from that list, there was only like ten different colors, and half of them weren't even available. But here we go to the PSPs and the PSP two thousands, and they were they were busting them out, man. Yes, I'm hoping this works. I'm going to put this uh, picture in the chat. And this was uh, the first time I ever was tempted to drop $500 on a console. Um, completely irrelevant to whether or not I would actually use it. Mm-hmm. Um, was the uh, the Metal Gear Solid logo. And actually, um, I got this, uh, the, the camouflage version. It was only in Japan. Came with a camouflage version of uh, the PSP. Came with Metal Gear Portable Ops, and it had like a, a snakeskin like case for it. And now, is this for, I remember seeing this. So this was for the PSP. Yeah, this is PSP one thousand, like first generation model. And um, I remember uh, Hefe and I were uh, friends in Chicago, and we went and saw a friend of ours who he made it big in some independent film scene or whatnot, and he was a filmmaker and stuff. And um, at the time, this will date it, he was turning us on to this new comic book that had just come out. It was only about six issues uh, deep. It was called The Walking Dead, and it was going to be this big Mm, deal. And it was going to – yeah, so that dates it right there. Uh, It was on issue six, and he had the first six issues, and he had like three copies of each one because he was like, this is going to be big. Mm -hmm. I'm sure he's laughing himself all the way to the bank now. Yeah. but at the time, yeah, he was going to be a film director, and he he brought us into um, uh, his bedroom, and he he opened this like chest, and in it was this amazing mint condition, still in the box but opened version of the PSP that had the uh, the Metal Gear thing. Wow. And as a huge Metal Gear fan, I just like just lost my mind. Like it was it was, and again, the console looks stupid as hell, especially mm-hmm. in the picture I posted. It's like, oh look, it's on Safari, <laughs> but. But it's it, it looked so badass. No, my favorite PSP special edition that didn't come out over here, but I remember seeing pictures of it in magazines. You know, mm-hmm. was the Warhammer one, and it had the badass fucking raised oh, wings on the, the back. UK one. Yes, I think I have a picture of it here. Yeah, it was only in Europe. That thing was, and I didn't even know what Warhammer was. You know, mm-hmm. like I've heard the name, but I I never played the game. But that that logo was badass on the back of the PSP. But it was limited to only six consoles, really. Is it really? Well, it might have been a contest for the uh, company. Shit, because that game never came out. There was no Warhammer game for the PSP in the yeah, US. There was. Was yeah. it really? It's Warhammer 40k. I have it. Do you? It's a uh, yeah. It's it's like a, an SRPG. It's a strategy RPG. It's a tactics game. It's awesome. So well, I'm assuming that this it's like XCOM. I I guarantee you this unit was for a contest. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and, and that's definitely the logo that's on it. And I remember seeing 
these the pictures of this thing at the time, and I was like, that is that is badass. Yeah, no, it looks awesome. You know, and, and lucky for you, they're, they're, they're holding up their gold tradition. <laughs> fucking making gold consoles for you. So you can keep buying yeah, I'm sure it. you're so happy about that. Yeah, it was called uh, Warhammer 40K Squad Command. There you there go. go, yeah. Um, and then the PSP 2000, which I never owned. I still have my original PSP right here. It's actually charging up right now because I was playing, uh, I still play beach volleyball on it. That are live, there you go. That are live paradise. <laughs> Still play it, people. Yes, it's all quality. Um, and I was always afraid to upgrade to the PSP 2000 because I heard the pixels were off. They were they yes. Were, they, in the PSP 2000, yeah, the screen was, was a, bigger, yeah. but the pixels, but the screen resolution didn't get bigger. Yeah, it was something about the way that. Yeah, the way that the. It handled the old uh, I, games. I like it, it up, didn't yeah. handle the original PSP games correctly, so they looked shittier. Supposedly. Mm-hmm. I never played one, but it always scared me off. But the PSP 2000s, when they went off, they had some badass bundles. They had the God of War with the red the red with the Kratos face on the back. Oh, was that that one? That's PSP okay. 2000. They had that badass Star Wars for Battlefield. A battle. Yes, they did. That was Battlefield or Battlefront. Battlefront two, and it, had, it was all white with the uh, just the silver Darth Vader on the back. Yes, look. and that was the one that I wanted. I thought that looked fucking it badass. Does, those are not like those are not hard to weren't hard to get. Like I used to see them on the shelf. They're not hard to get, but they're not cheap. And uh, like they're selling for like two hundred now. But I mean, when they were new. They weren't hard to get. It wasn't like they no. were sold out. Like I used to go to Target and I would see them yeah. in the, behind the glass. And but I couldn't make that jump to the 2000 because I was too afraid. Because there's nothing wrong with my original PSP. Oh. Right, right. Well, and the 1000 was, and I hate to say it, but I mean it was it was a big deal for. It, I mean it was it was a valid point for me. Was uh, it was it was hackable, you know? I mean, uh, and currently I don't have. Um, you know, like a, a hacked console, but I mean, at the time, yeah, that was a big deal. Like I wanted to hack my console and, <laughs> and use it for everything it was, it was usable for. Now this is the crisis core PSP 2000, which awesome. uh, we didn't get in this country, but it looks cool as hell. Yeah. They, like <laughs> I said, they went off on the PSPs with the logos. Mm-hmm. So awesome. man. They did. I'm looking right now at, um, <laughs> a slim Simpsons yellow, which says it came out over yet. Yes, the Simpsons uh, one. Was yeah. there a Simpsons game I'm not aware of? Uh, there was, uh, there, there was a Simpsons game, but I don't know that it was PSP, was it? <laughs> I have no idea, but. Yeah, I guess it was. I guess it was. The, remember the shitty Simpsons game that recently came out? Oh, wasn't that shitty, was it? The open world sort of one? I hated it. <laughs> it sort of looked cel-shaded, right? It was, ooh, yeah. okay, I mm-hmm. remember that one. So that must have been it for the, I didn't know they made a PSP. There's an awesome yeah, Monster was, Hunter one that was in Japan only, of course. Oh, the Monster Hunter one, yes. Um, um, Gundam. The Gundam one's pretty badass. Yeah, why wouldn't Japan you have a only. Gundam one? Yeah, yeah that, that's, that Simpsons one was to promote that game that we're talking about. Um, there there looks to be a pretty cool Star Ocean one. Yes. Um, or like, actually, that was the one I just showed. I think. Like I said, they all, no, they all just sort of have like either tribal designs. They just have cool logos on it, man. Again, you could right. write, just do it yourself if you wanted to be industrious. <laughs> I guess you didn't need to buy a special edition. You could just paint <laughs> this shit on yourself. But uh, there's something about it. Like that Star Wars one still pretty bad. I should actually, you know, um, my handheld collection that I've 
started, but money wise, I pitted out. I had to slow down, but uh, that that would be nice to put on the list. And I'm sure it's not hard cool. to get at all. No, no, it's not too bad. <laughs> um, no, and and I remember when the three thousand came out. Now I currently have a three thousand. That's the version I've got. Okay. Um, this one here, the Metal Gear Solid one, was the the dangerous pack. That was the I think it was three hundred, and this was after the PSP got low in price. So it was a tough sell at three hundred, right? And it came with Peace Walker and stuff. That was that was a scary time. Mm. <laughs> Didn't buy it though. Didn't buy it. Um always wanted to though. And uh there were. This was when shit got out of control. Um, there was, uh, there was a Hannah Montana pack. What? There you go. There's your, there's your Hannah Montana console. It was all purple, um, and, uh, and it wasn't weird. I guess that uh, what's her face, Miley Cyrus, was on your console. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've got what I thought was a limited edition console. I got the Ratchet and Clank console. I remember um, that. That was, um, that was a big deal. Was that that? Yeah. And didn't they release a Jackson Daxter pack too? There was a oh, those, Daxter were those packs one. or were those there was a Daxter one, right? It had Daxter on the on the logo. Mm-hmm. And the one I've got had um Size Matters. <laughs> Always loving the Ratchet and Clank uh nomenclature. Um Size Matters was the game and uh, it was like a silver console and it came with that national treasure too. Nice. Um, I don't see it on this list here, so it obviously wasn't limited. Nobody really gave a fuck about mm-hmm. it. Um, I thought it was. I thought it was silver, so maybe it is "quote unquote" the silver console. But uh, yeah, the the, the PSP is definitely uh, brought back the flavor of like, ooh, I gotta get, I gotta have that one. Yeah, you know, this Invisimals one <laughs> looks kind of cool. Invisimals, I have Invisimals, and you have Invisimals. I have yeah, it. right. I bought that late. I bought that like uh, a year ago, not long ago, because I wanted the little camera, because it comes with yeah. the PSP camera. But I didn't know they had a, a, their own special. Uh... <laughs> yeah. We look at this. The blue Invisimals console. Oh yeah, look at that bad boy. Because it was yeah, it looks too. pretty slick. That yeah. game's fucked up, you know. That game's not bad. <laughs> no, oh. I didn't know it was fucked up. Did you play it? No. No, I have not touched it. It's at my Best Buy. It, I could buy it right it's, now. It's it works pretty cool, man. Yeah, it's pretty. And what what I'm jealous of is uh, there's actually full motion video in it, right? So it's like you use oh. you're using your PSP to talk to other invisible people. So you're actually seeing video of other people, Japanese people, actors. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Right. So one guy's like a hacker, and every time you talk to him, he's in, he's in his room. But there's disco lights and stuff going off and rave music. Like he's supposed to be in a rave, but he's like, you can tell he's sitting at his desk. It's fucked up. Well, no, that that's that's totally like how the Japanese know, roll. It's nuts. Like, I don't, I and, really uh, don't know. But. but when they show their PSPs, because they're holding PSPs in their video, they have like mm-hmm. a badass little Japanese PSP camera. Not the one you get. This right, is right, the cool Japanese and, one. and modern. Yours is a piece of plastic. Invisibles. <laughs> I still own that, man. It's craziness. I remember when you bought that. I remember hearing about it, and I was like, "That's fucking badass." Be made, made fun of. So yeah, they don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> don't stand it all over there. Easy mode. <laughs> so, so you were talking about the Metal Gear Solid one, right? Mm-hmm. So, which one are you talking about? The camo or the, the green one? 
Um, let me see. There was one that looked kind of cheap, and there was the one. The camel one's badass. Bad. There's one called uh, for Big Boss, and it, it looks like a couple. Yeah, the Big Boss edition is what I was talking about. Yeah. And that was the one that was, I remember it being specifically quite limited, and I remember it being um, very expensive. It had like a camo pack. It does. It comes with it had a special edition 4 gig um, memory stick. It had Peace Walker. Like it was... It was the American version of the console bundle I wanted from back in Portable Ops days. And I actually remember, Trees, talking to you on, like, Twitter or something about, like, do I spend $400 on a PSP that I can buy for 75 on any corner? Do I really do this? And I go, yes! And you were. You were like, I would, but of course you I'm do. not you. <laughs> I wouldn't now. I live in my friend's basement, but yes, before. Yes. <laughs> no, are you kidding me? Had you known then what you know now, you'd have picked it up. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, um, there's an awesome – most of the ones I want are uh, Japanese. There's an awesome – Well, like a lot of these limited editions, it's one of those things where it wasn't that – like I need to reiterate this. It wasn't that hard to get these if you knew you wanted them. These, like, especially the Metal Gear one, the camo one, I don't know if you remember this, Trees, but, like, my, I mean, I was in Kansas already, like, the KC GameStops were pushing it hard. They were like, for 50 bucks, you can reserve this console, get it the day it comes out, it's gonna be badass, it's gonna be limited, it's gonna be hard Mm -hmm. to find. Like, it was not, like... You know, these limited edition consoles came out without marketing. There was someone trying to sell the fuck out of it, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but, yeah, I, I, that's what I do remember about it. It was like if you wanted it. Um, and you know what, Trees? Joke's on them. <laughs> this bundle's available for like 200 bucks oh, online right now. Are you hitting the buy button? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Yes. <laughs> This is an awesome bike. right here on 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 this show. I just bought it. Boom! No, Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep Japanese model. Oh my God! Why wouldn't I buy this right now? Holy shit! That's what I'm saying, good. No, it comes with like the uh, if you pre-ordered it, you got a uh, you got his you got his headband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah headband. Yeah, buy that. Comes with that. Yeah. Buy it. Free shipping. Go. They're gonna ship it to me. Go buy it. No cost well, to me. What are you, chicken? Why wouldn't I do that, right? Being chicken? Are you afraid? <laughs> afraid to buy it? <laughs> Goodbye. Why are you fucking with me? Now, here's why, here's why <laughs> Japanese people are fucked. This is the best name of any special edition console. The Gundam versus Gundam <laughs> model. Oh, yeah. Just versus yeah. themselves. Yeah, there's a Gundam fan that's gonna kick your ass for that, Gundam. or wants who? to kick your. Hey, ass who are you rooting for, for Gundam? Fucking <laughs> Gundam versus Gundam. But if you look, it's a different. Um... No, I'm not no. gonna explain it. Never mind. Yeah, I'm gonna get a T-shirt, and you get one, and mine will say uh, <laughs> Team Gundam, and yours can say Team Gundam. <laughs> but I'm on the other one. <laughs> Dude, it's totally different. Do you see? How that structurally looks, it's it's different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah, it didn't make sense. Yeah, I'm not either. gonna try to explain their madness. Now, moving up a little, 
Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, the Gundam versus Gundam pack? Yeah. Trees, that can be yours right now. Free shipping, 250 bucks. No. I would never. Don't be stupid and buy the camouflage uh, solid the, snake version. Now, the greatest list um, for special edition consoles on this list is the PSP Go. <laughs> Eight black. There's two of them. Black and white, no limited edition. No. no. If you own it, it's limited. Yeah, the enough. PSP Go itself <laughs> is limited edition. Because yes. <laughs> no one fucking bought it now, at all. Now, I'll tell you this. Heading up here to the PS Vita, uh, mm-hmm. I think I showcased this on um, Easy Mode Unlocked forums one day. And that's the uh, Hasune Mika Project Diva. Oh, with the chick hanging out in there, right? Yeah, yeah. She's like floating on the back and it's all. But Yeah. And I don't know what that it's game very is. Very Neon Genesis Evangelion. I'm, I'm digging on it. So... That's an awesome. I don't even know what that game is, but I just want it because it has an anime girl on the back. But this says it's Japan only. and so Now, is the Vita's region free? Can you import one and uh, put it on that yes. English menu and then you can play? Yes. Now, here was the, the, the weird catch to that. Jesus, you can really – they don't leave a whole lot to the imagination on that skirt. Um, but, uh, no, yeah, you can, um, you can do it, but – your PSN sign-in gets attached to your memory card. So when you put a memory card in and uh, and it has a different PSN sign-in than uh, – not the region. Like let's say you bought that particular Vita, the, the Atsune Mika Project Diva. Um, let's say you bought that and put your current memory card into it. It would make you reset to factory settings, transfer the licenses, and you'd be good to go. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't care whether or not you were doing whatever, and it wouldn't care if you put Japanese or American games in it. Um, so, I mean, for the most part, it's region-free. Okay. So, yeah, to answer your question kind of long in the tooth, yeah, yeah, it's the same. Nice. Um, there is one special edition console we did dance around, and it's probably because you might not even know it exists. Um, the PSX, and it's very important we talk about the PSX. The reason being is, I'm sure, Trees, you have heard the PS1 constantly referred to as the PSX, and it's simply a poor choice of words because the PSX could be anything but. So are you looking at this? Let me look. PSX. Yes, it's a PS2 permission with denied. a TiVo built in. Oh, terrific. I love permission denied. Um, well, then trees. Oh, I got it. Go I see under. it now. There you go. Okay. Now, was that a – what is that? Um, in Japan, um, all your set-top boxes, video recorders, things like that, they, they are, uh, are down to – you buy like a device, and this would suffice as one, and you insert a card into it. And um, you insert cards into everything, from my understanding. You would even insert one into your TV. Yes. So this was just another version of that, and it was a combination PS2 and TiVo. Mm-hmm. It was a DVR. I mean, in the simplest sense of right. the word. Um, the reason it's important is because people always call the PS1 the PSX. I don't know where that came from. I don't know what started the uh, the whole calling it the PSX. Mm-hmm. But when but but lots of um, 
hardcore historians. Nobody I know. Anyway, the point is, some people who, you know, are really picky about uh, specificity um, get get all butthurt over the fact that uh, people don't know what the PSX is. And mm-hmm. so I figured we should talk about it because, um, let's look, it was not a limited edition console, but... Um, again, it's something we don't have over here. Um, the idea that you would have like a 500 gigabyte or right. whatever it was. The set-top box with PS2 yeah, I mean, functionality, every, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a cable box with PS2. Yes. It's cool looking, man. Uh, I dig mm-hmm. the look of it, you know? So would it be like you could pick and choose? Like, you, Would there be an Xbox version of a set-top box that played Xbox games? You would hope, but I don't think there is one. Um, here we go. It's a 250 gigabyte console. And actually, they're quite abundant online. You can buy one for like uh, 250 bucks, which isn't cheap. I get that. But that's pretty cheap mm-hmm. for what it is. 250 gigs, and I'm guessing it could still record live television. I'd like to believe. Well. If it has an input. <laughs> Let me see. Let me see the back. Right, of it. but it has to be compatible with your cable. It has to know what it's reading. See, I don't think it does, right? Because if it's got RCA ins and RCA well, outs, in America, over here, it's like you can't just buy a bootleg cable box and plug it in, <laughs> get cable. Good point. It would have to be they, like an in between, like when it outputs from your ca- current cable exact, box, you would input yeah, into this, I mean, and then they know again. what yeah. you're connected to, so you just couldn't get this and plug it in. Like even if you have legit cable, they still they're still controlling your box. Comcast yeah, like controls take... your box. It's like they know what box you have. If you look up your bill online, it will tell you what model number is connected. So you can't just swap it out and plug in this. Very good yeah. point. So it wouldn't um, work. It would be cool to have, but I don't think you could use it for your current cable. No, you could. Yeah, it's got the uh, RCAs in. So what you would have to do, uh, Trees, is you would have your current cable box. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, when it's got the RCA, like the red, white, and yellows, if you were doing standard just, def, which you would probably you do, just, uh, out to your TV. Yeah, you would put it out to this, this PSX. And, and then, yeah. Well, yeah, your cable exactly. box already has DVR functionality. Right, so you don't have a fucking reason to own no, this. Um, just plug it. And when I said 250, I was completely wrong. The... Uh, they add on a ridiculous amount of shipping. Um, every shipper I've seen has charged over $200 for shipping. So this is more of a $500 console. Jesus Christ, um, man. Yeah. It's cool looking, though. Yeah, it does look cool. Like, if you're going to pimp a, so, a PS2, especially one that will play uh, Japanese games, I mean, look, you could have my shitty modded silver console. You could I mean, look, uh, this is a PS2, right? And how old is this? What's the year mm-hmm. on this? You know, because PS, like I said, they just stopped making PS2s not long ago, so this could only be like four years old or something. Uh, it's it's actually older than that, but uh, well, that's even that, that's even better because that that's forward thinking, right? For Sony, yeah, because that's what that's what Microsoft is striving for now. It is, it is to be like this media hub, and actually, there's a PS3, I think it Docomo. Or whatever has a uh, PS3 um, 
TiVo that's that's extremely popular. It's one of those things where you'll have a PS3 in your house in Japan mm-hmm. just for the TiVo feature yeah. and not for well, being yeah. the Xbox. They, I mean, they don't even want to be a TiVo. They they would like to be a cable box. They would love to be. Yeah, a cable I mean, box. that's what they're striving for someday. You know. Mm-hmm. So this, this is pretty cool, man. Uh, it released in 2003, December 2003. So it was for holiday 03. So it's 10 years old. Forward thinking. Uh, it's high cost resulted in a uh, lack of com- consumer interest. It was the first Sony product, though, to feature the XMB. There you go. Yeah, man. Yeah, right? You got, Fuck you, yeah. got that, you got that Sony remote. I like it. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. I like that. It's all right. It's It's, it's a cool console. Um, and real quick, uh, one other console I want to mention is, uh, the Game Gear apparently had a bunch of Japanese versions, um, but none as awesome as this, uh, in true Pepsi Man style. Oh, Jesus. The, the Coca-Cola console. Have you seen the Coca-Cola Game Gear? Wait, I gotta, I always get a permission denied from you. Uh, oh, really? Well, okay, it's a, well it says permission denied, but then if I click on the link, uh, in my browser bar, in my address right. bar, and then yeah. hit return again, it pops up. Oh, that okay. is the most disgusting logoed <laughs> thing I've ever seen. Looks like I bought it. It now, looks like you bought it at a concession stand at a Coke, <laughs> at a concert totally or something. Agree. Yeah. No, it looks like a promotional item, yeah. and it's not. They actually wanted to charge for it. It's terrible, man. Now, Trees, the uh, there's a. Uh, uh, Virtua Fighter console, which is weird because I don't even remember if there was a Virtua Fighter. Oh, there was. Virtua Fighter Kids. That's Game Gear? was on the Game Gear. Mm-hmm. Eh, that's all right, man. It looks a little cheese. But you know what? The, like, have you seen the blue game? It looks, like, it looks like a Tiger's Electronic fucking game. It does kind of look that yeah. way. Now, have you ever seen the blue Game Gear? No, I don't remember any different Game Gears. Than the original black one. I don't remember there ever being special one. Well, you're in luck because out here in Kansas, they only seem to buy the blue one because every pre-ordered Game Gear I see is the blue one, and I don't want it. I want the black one, and until I find it, I'm not going to buy it. That sucks. My and... Game Gear, I still played my Game Gear because I had Caesar's Casino on it, <laughs> and I played it forever, man. And when I moved into my house like a, like three years ago. Yeah. And I, uh, I unpacked it. It had like it must have just from being moved so many times. It had some dead pixels on the screen. Mm-hmm. So, and then it just stopped working. Like it just it wouldn't turn on anymore. So I was bummed. That sucks. Um. Well, and and for me, I've got a, uh, <laughs> I've got the least popular item ever. I have a uh, Master System uh, flash cart that I've talked about a couple of times here, and and I can run. Uh, for the most part, in Brazil, they've released uh, ROMs of, uh, of basically Game Gear games that have been mildly adapted to play on Sega Master System. So I'm I'm able to play most of my Game Gear games on that. But yeah, um, but yeah, I like I said, uh, it's it's one of those things where I don't want the multicolored console. I want the original Game Gear, and I cannot seem to find mm. it. Um, you know, we shouldn't gloss over either. I mean, we're talking about weird things that sort of like I had to get. We we glossed right over the NES just because there really wasn't that many 
the NES. Iterations of NES. Well, yeah, we kind of talked we about did. it. Like... We did, but um, we left out the... Um, You're talking about the Top Load the top and, load and Dog Bone one? one actually has become yeah, sort of a collector's edition. It has. Those, uh, so as the SNES Junior. Those, I mean, those are sort of hard to find now. I, I looked for them, and they're, they're not hard to find, but I should say they're they're not cheap. So I guess you could consider that sort of a, a special edition. Even though it, yeah, to a it certain was, extent, uh, they're definitely worthwhile because they don't have the blinking yeah. light problem. I mean, they they were a, they were just a, a what do you call it, a redesign, but in mm-hmm. hindsight, they came out so late in the cycle that they are sort of collector editions. I'd call them that. If I seen someone with one, I'd be like, "Wow, would you get that?" <laughs> well, yeah, and then there are the. Um... The obvious, uh, well, because the Neo Geo Pocket Color came in a lot of colors, but none of those were limited in any way. Um, but I've I've never been able to find the camouflage ones or the carbon black one that looks awesome as hell. The one I've got is a scuffed up uh, silver one I bought from some junkie in a rougher part of town around here. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, those came in a lot of colors and things like that. Mostly Japan for the non-pocket and then there or for the non-color mm-hmm. ones and then in America, they were all kind of available. I would have again love to find the uh the carbon black one. Um but, Now, yeah. I think we should because, you know, we're getting going long, you know, we're getting up there. We have to skip yeah. to the original Xbox. We did the PS, we did all the PlayStation except for the, the mm-hmm. PS3s. You know, we, we kind of skipped that, but we have to go to the X. We can we can jump into the PS3s, but we won't yet. We got to go to the Xboxes because okay. I had one. I had I had a very specific collector's edition which I loved. Was it the Halo, Halo Green one? baby? Yes, the Halo Green Xbox. And it, it uh, pained me when I moved. I got a 360, uh, and I sold my my Halo Xbox with with all the Halo games for the Xbox and the, you know everything. And I sold it, and I only got like I really got nothing for it, and it always it always pained me, always hurt me deep down. <laughs> that went, you know, for nothing. So here's what <laughs> I'm thinking about Xbox. So remember, I said I was thinking Dreamcast, but it was that you know that made no sense. But Xbox, Panzer Dragoon Order, they had that white one, the white. Do you remember? And it had. Holy shit, I had no idea this existed. You don't remember this? And it had the cool little Matrixy order lines across the top and stuff. No, this was during that unfortunate time I was out of gaming. I was out of gaming for about four years, and this was one Yeah, of the them. white Xbox, the order Xbox was pretty badass, man. I mean, in general, it's an ugly console anyway, to begin with. Almost as ugly as the N64. But, uh... It's not bad. It's pretty bad. It's a, it's okay, a giant fucking bad, X, yeah. man. <laughs> but, but... I don't know. It, it looks. What? I don't know. I like I like the Panzer Dragoon order. Yeah. One. It well, you painted it. It was cool. <laughs> um, what's funny is uh, if you see on uh, on the website, they got the World Racing version of the Xbox. This is more of what I'm thinking of, where you've got just vinyl decals on a fucking Xbox. Yeah, most of the most of the low the that sort of stuff on the Xbox was sort of airbrushy vinyl treatments mm-hmm. I, I mean i had the um i had a dead or alive one uh and there's what you had the extreme beach volleyball i one? had a vinyl 
Oh, you had the vinyl. And I did okay. myself, but they actually had an airbrush one that didn't come out it over did. there. 20 bucks, or 20 in, in existence. Now, what's, I'm now sure what is it? It says country from. GE. Was it Germany? GE? What the fuck's GE country? Uh, that's a good question. The ger- yeah, I would guess Germany. <laughs> so, that's awesome, though. Yeah, yeah, that's that's got trees written all over it. Oh, look at this Hello Kitty one, man. Hello Kitty Mission Rescue X on roller skates. <laughs> the Crystal X, it's badass. God damn it, man! That's Australia. So there was a lot, man. There was a there, there was a lot, but not a lot over here. It looks like. No, no, it's weird too because that's an American-born console. Yeah. Uh, so weirdest part of that, but yeah, yeah, no, there. Um, I had no idea there were that many. Xboxes. Mm-hmm. The Hulk fucking Australian one looks cool. Yep. I mean... And the 50 Cent one? The Bulletproof one where he signed it? Yep. Those are our promotional things. It had the gold... He's like, it has gold on it. Yeah. It had the gold logo. <laughs> yeah. The, 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 <laughs> the, 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 the Xbox had, had some cool ones, man, but they were never... Like, I seen them in magazines. Like, I remember the Kasumi one. Which was like mm-hmm. it was a see-through blue, which was pretty badass. Um, yeah, and that uh, skeleton see-through gray one looks pretty cool. Right. So, I mean, there was some Xboxes, man. Now, I'm looking at the 360. Uh, mm-hmm. The list is fucking long. Really long. It is. And I don't remember half of these. Well, there were a lot of them. Do you remember, like, the GTA one and the uh, Simpsons one? Those were all, like, promotional giveaways. That was the big thing mm-hmm. with those. Um, the Ninja Gaiden one looks pimp as fuck. And and now you're getting into, like, really nice, like, airbrushed sort of looking mm-hmm. ones. Like, there's a nice watch. I remember the Watchmen one was given away at, like, Comic-Cons yes, and stuff. one was very cool. Yeah. And those, and they're all cool looking. I mean, you know, what's this one? Social networking. The red versus blue one. No, there's one called Xbox Three Sixty Social Networking. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> they're all low Facebook logos and Twitter logos. There was only one. There was only one. Jesus Christ! You could have the one, man. <clears throat> Mm-mm. The Dark Knight one looks pretty cool with the Joker on there. Pre Heath Ledger's death. Yes. Fucking fifty five in existence. Saints Row. Resident Evil. I don't remember half of these, man. Three hundred. Like, and and see, this is what is really important to talk about. This is a time when Netflix. They suddenly became promotional materials. It it really wasn't about the Xbox. It was about the fact. That you could promote a product through it. Yep. You know what I mean? There's the cool random 10-year Xboxes. You remember that? They gave they gave away, like, those who had been on Xbox for Live 10 for 10 years. They they randomly selected people. Okay. Okay. Um, there are the consoles that were pretty well-known. <laughs> there's the there's a... Three, there, the Halo ones. There's an I Am Le- Legend <laughs> Xbox. Fuck yeah! See, it's they were they materials. were giving away at uh, trade shows and, and comic cons. You know, were big for giving them away. Now I think somebody's going to call us out on the uh, Game Boy Advance. <sighs> there was a lot of them, man. 
There were. Um, so there's only one I want to talk about real the quick. On one? And it's what? The one that looked like a Famicom system? Yeah. The Famicom yes. Mini one. Um, it's an amazing console. Uh, through and through. Like, uh, it's, I mean, if you're, uh, it's, it, there was a console that came out, for those that don't know, called the Game Boy Micro. Um, and the Game Boy Micro had, uh, basically it was just a really small console. Um, the Game Boy Advance was only two buttons and it was just a way to get your hands on a, uh, again, a really small Game Boy Advance. And, um... Most of them looked kind of like the Famicom, especially in America. We got the 20th anniversary version, um, and that was pretty much the only one we got. I remember the micro being, like, limited no matter what. Mm -hmm. And um, it had the whole, like, red with 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 the gold and the stripes and all that stuff. But there was a particular version in Japan... Um, that was the uh, Famicom one, and it looked just like the one we got in America with the gold and all that stuff, but on the back it said Happy Mario, <laughs> and it had the Mario 20th anniversary and everything on there. Um, and actually one of my co-hosts, uh, Gadget Man, Chris, mm-hmm. um, owns one. He bought one recently, um, and uh, and he got it with like everything. came with like Mother 1 and 2 and Mother nice. 3 and all this stuff. But uh, that's like the – that is awesome. And the reason I like it so much as a nostalgic gamer is that it really took a console and gave it the, the whole like recreating now things from the past like uh, overhaul. Mm-hmm. It looked just like a Famicom in every yeah. way, shape, and form. Plus, the Famicom collection, unlike the Game Boy Advance like classics collection that we got out here where – like kind of reprinted Nintendo mm-hmm. games in Game Boy Advance packages. Like Castlevania just looked kind of ghetto and weird on Game Boy Advance out here. Whereas in Japan, the package looked exactly like the package that you would get with the Famicom, you know, cart. Because um, in Japan, the two were extremely similar looking and inside mm-hmm. every way. And then uh, if it was a Famicom Disk System game like Zelda no Densetsu, The Legend of Zelda, it would have a Famicom mm-hmm. Disk um, box, even though the, the card inside was a Game Boy Advance mm-hmm. card. So it was, a, it was a very cool blast yeah. from the past. Those so, are cool. uh, and, and they're not cheap, but they're not that hard to right. find. So if you want one, you can definitely get your hands on one, which is cool. So I have uh, – in, in- – Shortness of time. I have three places and threes I want to mention. And I think we'll wrap up with the places. We have to. I mean, so. look, obviously we're missing a lot. We can't go through three pages of fucking no, colors of yeah. di- different colors of systems. All right. Uh, PlayStation 3. Uh, one that didn't come out, out over here but is the most badass design ever. <laughs> Do you know which one I'm going to pick? Probably not. No, I don't. Yakuza. It was a Yakuza. Oh, the Yakuza yeah. one? Yeah. Badass, man. There's the two dragons on it. It's all white. Awesome. Aren't you the one who likes the the Kacho Banjo Badass Rumble or whatever? Yeah, that was fun. Um, yeah. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I got to wear a banana suit in that. It's like my... <laughs> um, there's also Just For You, right? Then this was something. You, are you going to talk about the twenty-four karat gold, gold man? Like, <laughs> it was only five of them made for, and you could get them for five grand, man. 
The PlayStation Sim That's one. That's yeah. in solid gold. 24 karat gold, baby. Fucking ridiculous. If you're going to do it, that's how you do it. And then the last one I just want to mention, and I think we talked about it before, and I don't care what it says about me, but I want the Slim uh, Final Fantasy 13 Lightning Edition. It only came out in Japan, but it's all white with the pink Lightning <laughs> logo. That one's pretty it's badass. badass. I got to tell you. It's badass. It has like the yeah, it just has a pink outline of lightning on it. It's all white, awesome looking. Didn't come out. <laughs> it does look cool. Um, and uh, I I think that's pretty easily found online. Mm-hmm. Again, it comes down to what you'll pay for it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, but uh, there actually there are a couple more that that I definitely want to speak okay. to. Um. Let's see, Trees, if you don't want a vinyl skin for it, you're looking at 1200 That's nothing. Nothing. Free shipping, mm-hmm. 1200 bucks. Why not, right? What, that? that's a mortgage yeah. payment? That's that's mm-hmm. cool. Just skip a month. <laughs> People do it all the time. <laughs> okay, I can't sell it anymore. Anyway. Um, but, uh. Uh, but yeah, yeah, uh, the PS3s have had some cool consoles over the time. Um, the number one, and it was actually pretty easy to find, uh, console that I'm really upset I didn't get was the, uh, the PS3 fat, uh, 80 gig gunmetal gray mm-hmm. one that came with the special edition of Metal Gear Solid 4. Nice. I'm mad that I don't have, uh, Metal Gear Solid 4 special edition and I'm mad that I don't have this special edition console. Um, the console probably is about 600 bucks nowadays. It had the software backwards compatibility with PlayStation mm-hmm. 2, uh, which was hit or miss. I hear it was like the P or like the 360. It was, it was a good number of games played fine, but a couple of them I, shit. I have my original fat hooked up right now. It's the one I use and I've never had a problem. Me too. Actually, I was told a couple of things, Trees, uh, which is why I've stuck to my fat, even though uh, it sounds kind of like a uh, jet plane taking mm-hmm. off every time I power it up. Um, first of all, it's the best way to play PlayStation 2 games. The uh, It's got 100% compatibility, and the smoothing and, and all that stuff is like the, the prettiest way you can view a PS2 nice. game. Furthermore, the heat sinks and a bunch of other stuff apparently are are better quality than any of the other consoles. So there you Oof. go. That's what your 600 bucks bought. <laughs> um, and last but not least, I'd like to close on my favorite franchise got sucker punched by the PS3, which was there was a Biohazard slash Resident Evil console mm-hmm. uh, for Biohazard 5. And it looks like stupid. It's, <laughs> it's Yeah, it's just a... Um... So it's got the cheesiest version of the umbrella. Look, I was gonna say it's like the it. three point whatever the three. That doesn't look like a three point anything. That looks like a chick's ass <laughs> and a thong. It's stupid. Now I want it. Now that you say yeah, it, yeah, you can't unsee yeah, it. Yeah, now right? I can't <laughs> unsee it. I like it. <laughs> and it came with two controllers, which actually was a hot commodity in the days of the PlayStation. We don't, 3. Uh, you know, looking at all these consoles again, like going through these, just looking. It's funny going from the original Game Boys. Which truly were uh, color choices and just different cool little things put out by the company, but put out by Nintendo just mm-hmm. to be cool. And by the time we hit um, 360 and PlayStation 3, and uh, you definitely 
see that it turns more into an advertising. Yeah, it's a radio station. Yeah, it, 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 it become – you just slap anything on there. It's like putting vinyls on a fucking toy, uh, Scion XB to advertise a local cop at cleaning place. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you know what pisses me off the most? I want all of them. It's true. Some of them are pretty badass. <laughs> It fucking pisses me off. It's yeah. so. But again, it's like you can go online and buy vinyls for any fucking thing you want. <laughs> yeah, and I, I really think there's some strength to that. Um, my wife showed me a recent picture of me. <laughs> it's super flattering. It was from like seven years ago. And it's me giving her the finger while playing Xbox Live. Uh, I, I think I'm drunk. I can't tell. Um and uh behind me though the biggest gem in that picture is a is a uh picture of my PlayStation 2 that's completely vinyl skinned out with blood rain <laughs> yeah yeah i loved blood rain i i loved that game uh the original game and it's not sexy or anything it's just it's just her just chilling there in fact uh you know the feminist groups would be pleased it's the most respectable picture of blood rain i've ever seen yeah, yeah she just looks like uh <laughs> like a, like a, a good doer yeah. you know she's just standing there waiting to like help someone out. blood rain is it respectable yeah. to gaming no no and and especially after uve bull got to her in movies she's not respectable to anything but uh but yeah like like at the surface it was uh you know it's supposed to be like a, a mm-hmm. cool thing and and yeah like i said uh i i would say that that vinyls and faceplates, you know, kind of extend a, a, you know, game console and make it more customized. I have a Death Smiles faceplate on my 360 at this mm. moment. Nice. Yeah, despite all the yeah. downsides to it. <laughs> so anyway, um, but yeah, I guess we'll call it on special edition consoles. Uh, Trees, where can we find you during the week? EasyModeUnlock.com. That's easy. The letter is easy. You go over there, join the forums. We'll find you. Game and History 101 uh, section yes. of our forums. Um, and with Dana and uh, Rob, every Monday night at 7 live, we record the show. Creeping on show Great 200. Show. Never miss Creeping. it. Creeping. I know. Can't wait. Yeah. Can't wait. Um, and uh, as for me, you can go to GamingHistory101.com where we've got write-ups for tons of stuff. Uh, Trees, we talked about this kind of a little bit on Twitter, but I found that uh, – Tiny Toon Adventures, yes, uh, yes. Defenders of the Tooniverse or whatever, the Lunaverse um, uh, beta. And it, it wasn't anything special, but it was kind of cool to see it. They, they put a lot of attention behind it, it looks like, um, despite being a uh, Mario Party knockoff. Uh, so you can see that and many nice. other uh, videos over there. Um, and uh, you can also check us out over here on All Games uh, every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, where I do my contemporary podcast, uh, The B-Team, along with four other great guys. Um, So, anyway, without further ado, we're going to call this special edition console episode to a close. I want to thank the chatters, everyone who came out. I want to thank Derek, All Games, Trees. I definitely want to thank you and Easy Mode Unlocked for hosting our forums. And uh, all my boys over at uh, The B-Team Podcast. And uh, without further ado, I guess we're going to call it a night. Next week, I don't know what we're going to be talking about. So uh, we'll see if Trees or some other special guest wants to come out. And uh, we'll see what else we can do. But uh, in the meantime, have a good one gaming. And uh, feel free to hit me up if there is a topic you want to hear covered. Have a good week, guys.
Well, I stumbled and at 2 a.m. all drunk and full of smoke. My wife said I have had enough. That said, I'm sick. Get out. So I stumbled down to Kelly's pub across the edge of town. And I told the boys my story. And we had another round. Sounded weep for Mary McGregor. Finally got some sleep. <laughs> <laughs> 